Welcome to the City of Heroes podcast, a resource for the casual Heroes gamer. Your hosts, Shooch and Viv, are here to explain basic and advanced features of COH, as well as give tips and answer your questions about this great MMO. Welcome, welcome, everybody, and happy Saturday. I, uh, oh, haha, I forgot to mute that extra video window. You can see we have a guest today. This is the City of Heroes podcast. <laughs> I'm Chooch. Over there is my wife, Viv. Hey, y'all. And today we're going to discuss fire farming with Brig, who uh, will be joining us in just a moment. First of all, we're going to start our usual. Uh, you know, what we usually do here at the City of Heroes podcast, we talk about what's going on at Homecoming, since that's the main server we work on. And, uh, not work on, but play on. <laughs> oh, it's work. <laughs> it's work. We treat it like a job, y'all. <laughs> and, uh, um, yeah, and so, here we go. Um, they, we actually don't have any City of Heroes podcast news. Other than um, Briggs here. Other than Briggs here. That's <laughs> awesome. We're very happy. Very excited. Been looking forward to this. Yes. <laughs> We've got a couple other uh, video uh, interviews planned for the future. Um, and our other gaming streaming stuff, you know, uh, we do this uh, podcast for about an hour. And then we hand over to Vivid Muse's stream where we do our Hero Saturday, our Super Saturday. Now it's Superhero Saturday. Now I'll have to figure out something that makes gold rhymes with gold and Saturday and stuff. Because we're going to be doing Praetorian content. We're starting at level one again. Yeah, and, we uh, are. Yeah. And we've got... It, um, go ahead. It's me and Chooch and Rich as usual. But we are also adding Griblaja. If anybody knows that ask, that awesome streamer. I almost said awesome. That seems rude. Awesome <laughs> streamer. Grip. <laughs> So yeah, we're going to be starting up in Pretoria tonight. I'm super excited. We're going to read through all of the stuff like we do and really get to know that story because I'm not I'm not really familiar with it. I haven't really read it all before, so I'm super excited. Yeah. I want to say hi to the chat. We've got a bunch of uh, new faces in here. And of course, our favorite trauma train rich, Corndog Master, got the first comment in chat. <laughs> yeah, Followed he did. Followed by Trixie Kicks. And I see some, hey, yeah, some new names. Trixie Red. goes on the uh, the stream teams. She actually is the one that runs the Saturday mm -hmm. stream team. It's so That's fun to right. watch you guys. The the theme team, mm -hmm. right? So every Saturday they have a different theme and they run through uh, task forces and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Really cool to see. Red Colt Revolver. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> welcome, welcome. First chat from Red Colt and from Lori. Is that Lori? Lore? How would you like Laura. that? Uh, how would you like us to say that? Laura, oh, welcome, welcome. Nice to see you. So let's get into it, maybe. Yeah. Do we have yeah. more? Let's see. Secret revealed you work for Homecoming. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, be, I would be welcome bragging. Back. I would be so proud. <laughs> There's Dithox walk on. Hello, Dithox. Hey, Dithox. Welcome back. <laughs> our favorite Keldian. One of our favorite Keldians. Sorry. Doll. Doll. <laughs> welcome, welcome. That's Mrs. Brig. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. 
Well, thank you to everybody for joining us today. I know that you guys all have questions for break, so let's get through this bit. And uh, there's not a lot of news, and I didn't check this morning, so hopefully there's nothing new. But there is a <laughs> costume contest. I shared about this in our Discord, Chooch, if you want to put the link up. I shared this in the Discord a couple of days ago for folks that may be interested, because oh, right. there's not a lot of time on it remaining. But uh, the caretaker made an announcement for a costume contest of sorts. He says, Hero Core has recently begun a second renaissance, has begun to reassert its presence in our fair city, our lovely isles, and to devastated communities worldwide. Not every hero saves the cheerleader or the world, but plenty of us here on the ground do the work for the common folk so that we can all keep soldiering on. So who are we? We're the, the Hero Core. Who are we? And then they do the side eye. <laughs> it's your turn to tell us. We've been crawling over this code for a little over two years now, and we want player-driven ideas for this project. Hero Core will be featured in a few of the new upcoming story arcs. <laughs> story arcs coming up, guys. Uh, but we don't want to keep all the fun to ourselves. What we want are honest, hardworking heroes with a great look. If you think you have a great vision for a hero for hire, then you are hereby invited to develop costumes for Hero Core NPCs. What the team wants is to give players a chance to, to stake some ownership in the game they love. So we're asking for your best costume submissions for Hero Core heroes. They'll be featured as named bosses hired by other agencies to shore up security. There are a few stipulations, but only a few. The top and bottom, uh, and there's pictures. So um, hopefully, Chooch, um, I will, I'll put, I'll post yeah, a link in a second. I've got the screen but, up. But oh, perfect, perfect, perfect. So then you can see the renderings, they, the the stipulations that they state. Uh, the top and bottom costume pieces must be presented with these colors and patterns. Tights are not a hard and fast rule, but the idea here is that they will have some semblance of a costume while retaining a sense of individuality, not unlike a supergroup. All costumes must feature the Hero Core logo and both top and bottom using the colors and patterns defined below, but all other details are up to you. And then uh, it will go through what the specifications are, which blue to use, and that sort of thing like that. And then it says uh, you can give any text that you want um, and a screenshot and uh, the costume file attached. They are not asking for names, biographies, origins, powers, or archetypes. That information can help justify a costume design, but will not will not cross over into our development process, just the costumes. We are hoping to maintain a small amount of surprise when these NPCs show up, so you'll be curious and wary of their abilities. So the, uh, it uh, unlocked on February 1st and will lock again on February 8th. So today's the 5th. The last time I looked, there were already a bunch of submissions, but what the heck? They don't have yours yet. Go, go do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's do this. Um, so I would definitely take a look at that. There's some some interesting stuff going on over there. And uh, let's see. We have and then really the only other thing I wanted to announce is the weekly strike targets through Monday. Miss Liberty, Lord Recluse and the abandoned sewer trial. Um, in order of levels, those that was 45 to 50, 45 to 50, and then sewer trial is 38 to 50. And then starting Saturday morning, we'll get Citadel, level 25 to 30, Terracost, 15 to 20, and uh, 
Woodsman, 39 to 41. So that's it. That's really all the news that I was able to find for the homecoming server. <laughs> oh yeah, I just sent Brig a friend in, or a, a, a team invite, and he probably has no idea who I am. That's my farm boy, <laughs> <laughs> which is my farm fire farmer. <laughs> you can see Brig oh, there. I need to get my carrot, my person over there. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to mention. Uh, yeah, you know, we will probably team up since you know it's kind of a gaming podcast, right? <laughs> yes. Hey, hey, <gasps> Rich, Rich, gifted Rich. five subs. Dude. Trauma train, Rich. Thank you. I'm. Thank you. <laughs> I'm clipped. Thank you so much. We're working towards those uh, emote badges. I mean, the emote unlocks with the sub badges. So, thank you, Rich. Yeah, we're trying to. Yeah, unlock more. Hey, Grudge Hey, Grudge. How are you doing? Caretaker's a new homecoming person. Bullet. First chat. Hey, what's up? Doll, who's that? Who's that shady-looking dude that popped in the middle there? <laughs> Brig replied, "Who knows? Hide your wallets." <laughs> um, so, um, also normally, let's see, do the week weekly strike targets? Don't yeah, I just normally... read them. Oh, you did just read them. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, I know you're managing a lot. I was of, looking at the. <laughs> I just realized the emote wall was supposed to be in here, and it's disappeared. So we oh, gotta have the emote wall working. Come on, what kind of what kind of stream is this? Whoops. What server are you on? Oh, is it a everlasting? Uh, or are you not allowed to tell me? I can find out. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I might be able to find out on my own. No, we never coordinate this in advance, you guys. I don't right? know what's wrong with us. But let's let's get to the it's important so stuff here. So professional, right? Let's let's get to the meat <laughs> and the potatoes. The of meats this and the potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> so main topic is uh, farming with Brig. Now that I did all these things to make his camera disappear. <laughs> Kyle plays the air horn. Welcome, Brig. Now we got him up. There's his camera. Welcome to the COH podcast. Welcome. Hello, hello. So How's glad to doing? doing great. Doing, doing so really good. Great. Chat, how are you doing? <laughs> they seem to be doing very well. Um, <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. So uh, <laughs> I was going to give kind of a little bit of like, you know, the definition of farming and, and that kind of thing. Um, I mean, not the definition. Most people know what farming is. But related specifically to video games, most people think of... Um, Honestly, World of Warcraft, gold farming, right? That's kind of where right. it kind of all started. <laughs> but um, the really, the kind of definition to me of farming is that you take a game and you find the ideal conditions in its environment to be able to uh, produce a resource. So it could be gold or in the game here where you're using you know, influence and infamy. And of course, to quickly level up or to power level um, I don't really know. I started thinking about like what's the difference between farming and grinding. Um, grinding is usually based off mainly just getting XP in in game, mm -hmm. really. Mm -hmm. And I guess, I guess originally, I guess the difference with farming was that they were actually selling for real money, so they were exchanging gold for real money. And in the game here, we don't do that. We just do it for fun, and and uh, well, hopefully they don't. 
<laughs> right. Yeah. We well, true. Yeah, I suppose people might sometimes. be doing that. People could do that, huh? Selling power leveling. Um. So yeah, farms and other games. Um, yeah, like uh, I just said, they're usually doing it for profit. One of the big differences in City of Heroes is that we have architecture entertainment, where you can actually set up those specific conditions that you're looking for, right? And so the, the pros of farming, of course, you're getting uh, XPs and you're getting influence virtual, you're getting recipes and merits and salvage. The cons are, it's well, it's time consuming <laughs> and it can be really expensive to start up. Um, my first farmer here was very expensive. Although, okay, I'll admit, I, I, did, I was very impatient. So I went about it the most expensive way you can possibly go about it. Um, <laughs> And there's kind of a distinction um, within City of Heroes that isn't for other games is that there is a difference between active farming and um, AFK farming, um, where you actually set up something beefy, then walk away from your computer and let it clear a map on its own. And boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> within yeah. Uh, City of Heroes, there are some non architect entertainment farms the only two that i really that really came to mind and i did kind of a, i did a couple searches but it's a hard thing to search on um because there's so many kind of generic terms looking up farm or build or mission or whatever but so i know that there's a dark astoria mission arc the people farm for empyrean merits it takes like less than five minutes to run and um, you get a couple Imperial Merits every time you do it. Um, and I just totally drew a blank on the contact name. Um, I've done very little Dark Astoria stuff. Yeah. I got dragged um, across a couple like full story arcs and then never went back. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I think dark. it's Heather Townsend, right? Yes, Heather Townsend. It's, it's so the dark. main one. Yeah, uh, right. It really does. Yeah. It is the zone it says it is. So yeah, Heather Townsend, you can go to um, Ouroboros, hit the crystal, and you can run her arc really quick, and you get Empyrean Merits. And um, yeah, that's what I did for, I think, to get coolers, um, since apparently I'm an impatient gamer, to get, <laughs> to get him fully tier four incarnated the first time. <laughs> and then in, um, in uh, Paragon Island, there is a demon farm that uh, people run. It's um, from what I think that's a Maria Jenkins arc. Um, I also had that. Did I have that bookmarked? I didn't have that bookmarked. Sorry. Eh, it's not as eh. fun as Briggs's fire farm. <laughs> <laughs> it is known. <laughs> and those are the, the only really two ones I could think of. Um, We're that not. Are we like weren't. Yeah. Non AE. Yeah, I mean, there was a bunch back in the day, like the Battle Maiden map. There was the mm. Chimera map, which was the old ninja farm, which was my first introduction to farming when, or power leveling, as they called it back then. Right. Yeah. LFT, power leveling, level one, looking for group. Right. <laughs> but that was the ninja farm for me. Nice. Is, um, is there a map you would like? <laughs> Rich. Rich just sent another sub. Thank you. <laughs> I thought, nice thing about Briggs Farm is being able to punch Doll in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Very now tall. let's explain. There's there are some <laughs> some characters of dolls in there. There's at least two, I think there's two of hers in there that I have beaten down a few times myself. 
Um, <clears throat> while we chit chat, is there is there a map that would be cool that we could uh, jump into? Um, um, I mean, if you wanted to do a quick one, we could always do the the, the Shiva shard one. That's usually the easiest and the fastest. Sure. I mean, it's not as it's not as fun as back in the day when it actually used to be the comic book convention costumes, the cosplayers. But it's still, you know, it's it's the community costume, so it's pretty cool still. Yeah. What number is that? That one is one two five. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna I, check I, up with the chat real quick. Oh, sorry, Bert. Go ahead. Well, I, it was funny because I when I was making it. I had one, two, two, and I was like, oh no, I don't want, I want to get one, two, three. Cause for some reason oh, yeah, yeah. in my life, everything revolves around run two, three, which oddly enough, I watched, I read a horoscope book and I went to my birthday and it said people born in this day are obsessed with one, two, three. I'm like, whoa. Oh, oh man, that's so too I, much on the nose. <laughs> I know, right? It freaked me out. Cause I was like, I don't believe in this horoscopes. So horoscope wow. stuff, and I was like, "Oh wow!" But I wanted one two one twenty two, so I backed out and went to go do it again, and it jumped to one twenty five. I'm like, "Damn it! I missed it!" <laughs> wow! Opportunity lost. If people haven't done AE, we are currently in um, Pocket D. There's um, there's one in uh, Atlas Park and um, a few other zones. You tap I the think there's almost every zone has one. Now. Every zone. Hmm. I think so. Um, Pocket D's obviously I the easiest so, yeah. one to come together because here is and well, villains yeah, like. Because <laughs> Rick D and Pocket D, you're able to combine heroes and villains wherever else you can't. <laughs> so you come into the computer and you browse. And so you can look for a specific arc ID number or you can look for keywords and then you can sort them by length and stuff like that. We've done a few of these on Vivstream and um, posted on the podcast on YouTube, but you talk to the computer, you get your mission, you come over here, you talk to a contact, and you ask about available missions, and you read the text, and you accept it, and then you say, see ya, and then you jump into the action. I'm very jealous how smooth that works for you. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I made the mistake when we first started setting up all these files for, for uh, Score and Paragon Titan and all that stuff. I didn't think of of separating like we have cake server back then when homecoming first switched over from yeah. homecoming i didn't think about creating two separate files i just threw them all into one big city heroes file mm. so then oh. now when i open up the the missions for ae it's going through all of that stuff and i have missions over in we have cake that have several different missions that use different costume pieces so it starts to just freeze and half the time it'll oh. shut my shut my game down completely wow so I just, usually when i'm streaming and i'm farming i'm just in all right guys we're gonna play the waiting game we're gonna see if this crashes and so far i've been lucky while i'm streaming but when i'm by myself it crashes maybe because i get impatient and start clicking come on hurry. right 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 <laughs> The elevator oh, effect. really smooth. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't ask me. Can you start the mission up? Well, right. about that. <laughs> I mean, if, you'll send me a, if you'll send me an invite, I found yeah. you guys. Cool. I uh, I didn't see you on. I'm on my second. Oh, I guess I don't have that in global with. Because I'm on my second account as well. Oh, okay. I'll send you. I don't think they have. So I'm going to catch up on the chat while we sort that out. Um, let's see. Yep. Heather Townsend. Doll confirms it was Heather Townsend in Dark Astoria. 
for some reason. Rich wants a side of broccoli. I don't know. Usually it's corn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> corn dog with uh, broccoli? No, I, normally just he corn, wants dogs corn dogs for him. Yeah. <laughs> Doll says, well, it won't clear a map on its own unless you do short maps. Even then, sometimes you have to go pick up stragglers. Yeah, for AFK farms, for sure. Yeah. Um, let's see. It's not going to farm itself, Rich says. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Direct maps, council maps, family maps. Oh, my. Taxi says, hey, taxi, welcome. Lions and tigers and bears. Oh, my. That's no true. Kid, Some no people. <laughs> Some people do have, I suppose, um, uh, for the defeat missions, some people have maps that you could consider farming for sure because you don't complete the map, right? You mm-hmm. invite right. people into the mission, you, they yeah. do a bunch of clears to get those, and then you exit before you finish. Oh, I've, and I've had some bad eggs too back on live where you're out there just farming power leveling people just for the you know the goodness of your heart and they come in and troll the mission and go click all the glowies just oh, to finish it yeah i'm like you son of a bitch there is yeah. a special level like now, of hell so then you're playing the the <laughs> character hop game i gotta go load this this mission with this character right. jump over to my farmer i'll be right back nobody leave the mi-. it's like it was a mess yeah like, thanks a lot dude jps in uh, JPSH Nost says, if, I'm just going to call you JPS, is that that's okay? <laughs> we used yes. to farm outdoors really early in the game. Oh, gosh. So oh, street grinding? I mean, yeah, I remember <laughs> like my first, I guess, farming would be taking a level one into the sewers in Atlas Park with a team and just oh, mowing gosh. through. Remember the olden days, Brig, when we used to have to go to the sewers? Yeah, <laughs> it, would, oh. it would get really good, but then at one point you would start to wrap around towards the next city and the yeah. level will start dropping again. <laughs> right, like, right, right. Oh, man, we gotta move. <laughs> and then you'd be like, okay, well, I guess now's the time to go and train because there wasn't a trainer in the sewers. Nope. So everybody would suicide train. Everybody would try to run into a mob to get wiped out real fast and spawn back in in AP and train up. But when you did that, like exactly like like (laughs) what Brig mentioned, when you started to get to those other city doors and the and the levels would start to drop, it would take forever for those little lower level ones. Then you'd have to go find. It was such. Thank God for Brig making these farms for us, you guys. We have it so easy now. <laughs> well, I mean, now, I mean, there was there was a lot of there was a lot of things that people would find like exploits that I was mm-hmm. like, how the hell did you spend the time to figure that out? Just yeah. weird things like you have to have this one character here. You have to make sure that its leg is pointing east, and you take this one <laughs> character, you put it on top of the building, and you make sure that one leg is dangling over and his exactly. nose is pointed to the west. And I was like, how the hell did you figure this stuff out? Wow. And, um, it was crazy stuff, and I was like, I was always impressed. I was like, wow, that's dedication. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> so from the chat, Doll says, "I did the Heather grind on Shamira, the girl I'll be bringing to the event tomorrow, over and over." Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a grind. Hey, Ash, welcome, welcome. Or we can just do the taxi hack that she sh- uh, showed everyone. And Dark Astoria isn't so dark anymore. Oh, did you mess with the what is it? The uh, uh, change the the GFX on it. <laughs> get rid of the fog, the darkness. Welcome, welcome, Grab. JPS says back when we'd pull all of Perez Park into a trash can. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, that was something I did for a long time was uh, the dumpster, the dumpster farming or the train cart, cart, the train car farming. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But I would go to the freak show, which is in what? Brickstown, I think, or Craze Falls. Mm-hmm. 
And I would go over there and I would just grab that entire area of freak show and pull them right into that stupid car. And I would do that for hours because, you know, we'd be using tanks that were were super strong and but they didn't do that much damage. So you either had a bunch of people with you or you just took your sweet time and trying to kill as much as you can. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle says, I remember AE when it was new, always felt the farming was cheating, but nowadays it's a nice way to jump a few levels here and there. And I'll tell you what, Kyle, I um, I was of a similar mind. I didn't feel like I had accomplished as much if I didn't uh, get the levels in missions. And that's totally a totally fine way to think. But since I've been streaming and paying more attention and learning from other streamers and Lord knows I learned so much from the viewers about the set enhancements and just how vital they are. And then Chooch started farming to get uh, influence and stuff for us for our sets. And I was like, well, I don't want to be a kept woman. And so I started farming too. <laughs> and it's, it's really, it's way more fun than I thought because I'm not a melee person and it's kind of teaching me how to do melee a little better, you know, but in a controlled condition because I do Briggs's fire farms and I use Briggs's build. And my girl kicks ass. So <laughs> she my does. wife, Lori, didn't really play the game on live. I got her to play, and she played for a couple weeks, but she had all kinds of other games she was playing as well. But she, uh, so now when we play now, I, I got her set up with a farmer. That's the only thing she'll do in the game. She won't yeah. come in and just play the game. <laughs> she just wants to farm because it makes her feel powerful. <laughs> yeah. Like, nice. Hey, teach their own. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's crazy because that first week of AE was the week that that freaking killed uh, Positron. Matt Miller he killed his freaking role in, in City of Heroes with, with Cryptic or NCSoft at the time. Because he went on a rant after AE was announced because of all the new 50s that were suddenly uh, springing mm. up out of nowhere. He was so mad that people used AE for farming. Yeah. And I'm like, come on. You knew that was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Somebody had to have brought this up. <laughs> so Taxi says, no, I didn't change the GFX. When I'm in the SG base too long and exist, the fog is lifted and enter zone can be seen. Wish it was a hack. <laughs> hmm. And exit, the exit fog, the is, fog lifted. is lifted. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. yeah. So we do have a few questions that we wanted to ask too. Let me um, let me see. I know, uh, Chooch, did you want to start with any? Sure. Um, so yeah, you know, obviously you did play on uh, live. So uh, what was your shard? Uh, originally, I was on protector, and I was huh. on protector for a long time, and then uh, for years and years and years, and then from there I. I, I created Brig and somebody helped me out trying to get him set up for PvP just because of stuns and stuff. And that was a lot of fun because my first Brig was an Invol Energy melee. Hmm. And I had so much fun. But then the nerf came later, so that sucked. But I got into PvP with a bunch of friends. And so then at one point, the, the server transfer happened and I went over to Freedom. And I think I was on Freedom for maybe a year or two. And then, um, and then the free-to-play came about. And I'm like, well, I'm paying for the game. I'm going to jump over to Exalted, which was the new paying server. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I was on I was on that server until like maybe six months until it was shut down because um, I had met a bunch of friends who were running uh, a running a radio show online every Friday. We had Daz Marvelous. We had uh, Most Amazing Healer, which is my buddy uh, Ma 
uh, Rastafari man, Cherry. There was uh, Stone Templar. We had a bunch of people that we were all on this radio show. Mm-hmm. And we all got really close to the point that we'd have Christmas shows. We've had birthday Aww. shows. We'd send each other presents. Um, it's Aww. got to the point now that we actually meet places. We I, Actually, we all met. Several of us met in Vegas last week. Very um, cool. But I, they were from Champion. So and Ross and I were both from Protector, so we all went to Champion and finished the last like six months out there. So yeah, I kind of jumped around a little bit at, in the last few years. We mainly played totally Champion. <laughs> yeah, Champion forever. <laughs> mhm. Yeah, I met a lot of really cool people from Champion. Yeah, I really loved it there. I have two questions from Taxi, actually, if I can go ahead and ask them, Chooch. Uh, yeah, uh, of course. Taxi, uh-oh. <laughs> Team Taxi. Um, let's see. Can you elaborate on why farming appeals to you so much? Um, you know, for me, and it might be it might be the, the instant gratification thing, I liked, and, I, and I, this isn't for all games, I liked watching the levels. And as long as I'm leveling, it gives me a goal, and I just watch, like watch that number go up and up and up really fast. And... I mean, a lot of you can remember from the early days of City Heroes, it was a grind. Like, especially when you hit level 30, it was like, oh my God, this is going to be a nightmare. And thank God that eventually, like around 2005, 2006, they upped the XP in the 30s. But that was a grind. So it was hard keeping that like, oh, I got to get to this next level. And so when it came to power leveling, all of a sudden it was like, oh, I can get all these levels really fast. And then after several dozen 50s i did not want to do the standard content anymore i did not <laughs> want to go all these starter missions and do these things over and over and over i didn't mind the ones from unai and and uh, mary jenkins and all those because you, at least you got to fight an av which was super fun but those those early missions from like one through 40 where you're just doing the same map the same mission over and over, run into a, a, a building, defeat the people, click the glowy, repeat. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't do this again. So that's when I started. I sw- Actually, that's when I made uh, my first fire farmer and started doing the ninja missions. Ah. And eventually that morphed into a a fire can that I started running battle maiden missions. And I would just I would just give out free power levels to people when they were like, oh, 10 million. I'm like, what? eventually that became uh, you know a billion you wanted to do a farm i was like holy crap but yeah so that's that's why i got into farming it's just one it was instant gratification i could see those levels just fly and that was in in itself super uh satisfying but then it was the fact that i just didn't want to run the same content over and over after already running it over and over for years Hopefully that answered that, your question. Yeah. That was a good one, Tax. That was an easy one. Taxi might throw the hard questions. I was scared. <laughs> Something's camera disappeared. I don't know. You still there? She must no, be having yeah, an issue. That. Oh, she's rebooting. She crashed. Aw. R.I.P. <laughs> Weak sauce. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, right on. And she she was the one that had the questions from Taxi. <laughs> right. Well, it's, we've got the same, a shared document. There we go. Taxi wants <laughs> to know, what is it about farming crash? <laughs> She's going to come back. Okay, you got to repeat the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> she invokes superior invis again. <laughs> nice doll. 
Yes. That's funny. She usually, she'll do superior invisibility at the end of the stream so she can go start hers and then I can raid her. <laughs> That's that, uh, like from the Ninja Turtles, Ninja, vanished. <laughs> That's a that's a go back right there, a flashback to 1990s. Right. So let's see. So you kind of covered the um, when you got into mission building. So um, you know what's crazy is, I had an idea what I wanted to do with with farming, mm-hmm. but my first my first mission for AE was actually a story arc, and it was. It was the storyline through all of my characters because all of my characters had this this continuing theme through each one. So I fleshed it out and made it a physical thing that you can actually or a digital thing that you actually can do. And it was the so my very first character was a Thanatos, which was a, a martial arts region. And then my second one, and he was supposed to be a fallen angel. And then my second one was you know because you got what's the first thing you do. After making a level 50, what's the very first thing you do? You make a warshade or a peace bringer. Right, right. <laughs> so I, I made a warshade and he was general of Thanatos and he was essentially, you know, Thanatos, the fallen angel, was trying to earn his way back into heaven. And he he finally gets back. He, he does good works, I guess. I guess I was going with the Mormon theology, but he, was getting, he did good works. He got back into heaven. But the evil that was in, within him refused mm-hmm. to die. So uh, he, he went and he fought the devil. The devil corrupted him. And he became General Thanatos, which was uh, uh. the War Shade. And then from there, uh, again, he defeated the evil <laughs> Dithox. Dithox diehard War Shade. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> he he got rid of. Uh, he was able to defeat the evil, push the evil out, and but it it refused to die. And at that point, City of Villains was released. So I be- uh. made my first brute, which was Dark Thanatos. And, uh, and so that was uh, evolved. And then I was like, wanted to do like almost like a spinoff. So like, I need a fallen angel mercenary who's hired by the 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 ex warshade to kill Athenatos. And then that's how Brig was born. Brig was an indifferent uh, mercenary who just didn't give a shit. Mm. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I'm here. You're gonna pay me, sure. He was also a fallen angel, but he'd been here for thousands of years and just didn't care. Everything was just molecules to him, and he just didn't give a shit. And so <laughs> it's like, what? Let me do this money. Yeah, I guess I got time. And that was Brig, and it was my first invul invulnerability tanker, and I fell in love. Like yeah. after that, I was like, I didn't. As someone who was like really big into Superman. I mean, my ultimate superhero is probably Spider-Man, but Superman was always really big throughout my whole life, mm-hmm. uh, especially because the shield and flying and invulnerability. And I, when I made that invulnerable tank, I was like, oh, damn, this is, <laughs> this is cool. And I got hooked to a tank ever since. So then, so then my friends always tease me, you can't read. Tanks can't read. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? You can read? You can read? Oh, yeah. Spidey gang. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Bullet Spider-Man was what. So Su- Superman was, you know, always really big since I was really little because uh, the first movie came out like a year or two after I was born. So I was very little already watching Superman at home. I was probably like three when it was at home watching it on video, and I just fell in love to the point that I almost jumped off our balcony with a red towel, <sighs> thinking I could fly, and my oh, mom no. me just in time. Yes, yeah, two stories up and I almost jumped off the balcony because I was going to fly because I had a red red towel and it was my cape 
And um, I mean, I also ruined many button up shirts because I would rip them open to show my Spider-Man <laughs> underoos or, or Superman underoos. But in I, I mean, Spider-Man was always a big thing. But when I got into like, I don't know, it was around 12. I got my hands on a, a Spider-Man comic book and I was hooked. And so Spider-Man has always been my favorite just because of the story and everything. The stories were always re- really big and, and it was more relatable. Spider-Man was always very relatable. Yeah. And it was in a real world where DC was in this made up world where mm-hmm. Gotham and Gotham and Metropolis, are they the same city, same city? Are they both New York? What the hell? Right. <laughs> but you know, it was, is Superman was cool. It had all kinds of cool stuff, but uh, Spider-Man was always the one that really hit me hard. Cause it was, you know, it, not only was he a superhero, he was dealing with real things. He was dealing with, you know, how to keep his wife happy because he was always never around. She was always stressed. It was how to keep his job. And it was very realistic stuff. It wasn't just, I'm Superman. I'm here. I'm going to go punch this dude. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. See, I never, Bullets, I never read Hulk or Wolverine. I got a friend who's really into Hulk and Wolverine, X-Men in general. Um, he had those, and he was he was so into into X Men and Wolverine, um, and later into Spawn. But uh, it was a really good friend of mine. Now he's running a comic book store in Maryland. So that dirty dog like fulfilled his dream. <laughs> dirty dog. Nice. <laughs> you got an odd color on that farm boy. What is that? Yeah, I was just saying. I think he's getting like reflected off the. Sun. He's pretty white. He's really white. It's, he's getting this kind of blue something. <laughs> I don't know where that's coming from. You look almost like um, this big zombie. <laughs> I wanted to talk like a little bit. Zombie color. Right. Go ahead. A little bit about um, what makes the magic work here. So this is the fire farm specifically, right? Uh, you know what? It it was a lot of trial and error. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I believe it's still here. But when you finish all five of the missions of the story arc, It'll go through a whole bunch of people's names, listing them all to thank them. Because there was a lot of people that I had in here testing it for me and telling me, hey, this this seems like it's too hard or this one's making them run or this power is, is, is only causing a mess, causing too much of a recharge. So they're hitting the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of trial and error. So I would do different things in different combinations of powers and sets. And it took a lot of effort. Uh, from people to help me get the builds right. Um, obviously, the the costumes were just you know a labor of time and love just to take all these ideas from from comic conventions, what you would see there, and just try to map out the best costume piece that would fit the closest mm. to what it was. And and I had to be really careful because I could use my own imagination and go, oh, I can see that, but maybe that's just my view. So I had to make sure that whatever costume piece I chose, it was obvious what I was trying to go for. Yeah. Um, and I think I had 200 characters in the original one. And I think I had about 30 to 40 when I first put it up. And then over the t- over the course of several months, I would just keep adding and keep adding and keep adding. And then people would... Call, or send me messages of, hey, can you add this person? That's a great idea. Let me do that. And then people started doing uh, Comic-Con Fire Farm uh, costume contests where they had to create a a character that you would see at a comic convention, name it the same way mine was. So if it was Superman, his name was Steven. So they had, a, if they made like the Scarlet 
Arrow, I'm making up a name. His name had to start with an S and be Sebastian or something. Mm-hmm. And um, and so they had to go with that theme. And and I would always end up being an honorary guest judge. So I would go there and say, all right, the top three winners, they're going in the farm. And so I ended up getting a, a few costume pieces like that. Uh, one of them, my favorite one was, was Spider-Man 2099. This uh-huh. guy put this Spider-Man 99 costume piece together. And I was like, holy crap, that looks fantastic and i immediately put that in there was a few uh, mysterio got put in from a costume contest uh, <laughs> malcolm from jurassic park you know he's got a shirt oh, open no. <laughs> he got put in from a costume contest uh so there was a lot of those too but it was just a matter of finding what works um uh this map some people had had been testing already and I was like, oh, I'll give this this map a try. And it worked out really well because they came really close. There was someone out there, um, Nokit, I believe his name was, where he actually used inspiration from mine to create his own, but tweaked the powers a little bit. So he mm-hmm. made them so they can speed run at you. So the moment you came in, they all rushed you. Oh, wow. But that speed boost, as they, he gave them a bunch of buffs. They hurt so, there was no AFK farming in that map. You would die in four seconds. So you had to constantly be on your toes like, all right, let's start killing these guys as fast as possible to mitigate damage. But at the same time, I need to be healing my ass because I'm about mm-hmm. to die. And it was convenient that they'd all rush you. But the added stress to me just wasn't worth it. But it was yeah. really neat to see. Um, and then it was another cool little thing about the fire farm is in the very beginning of homecoming, uh, there was a, a guy that was in our group who was real good at coding, and he was able to get into the files in his own computer and set up a macro program <laughs> that when he would run my farm, all he had to do was enter the portal, uh-huh. and the macro would do the rest. Wow. It would go search for a mob, run to it, defeat them, search for another mob, run to them, defeat them. It would it would click inspirations. It would delete wow. you know worthless uh, recipes, and he would just let it go all night long. And uh, and I was like, what the heck? And I think it, t- it would take him about ten minutes. Yeah, I'm like, ten minutes is not bad, especially when we're going in there knocking it out in four or five minutes, and you're doing it in ten minutes, and you're not even right. at your computer. Yeah, cut, truly AFK like. Uh, <laughs> wow. And but he would he would do it in the uh, he would do it in the, one of the my cave edition ones. So. I'm like, I'm like, how is it able to turn those corners? Yeah, and he did it, and it was super impressive. And I actually went and watched him do it one time. I was like, I'll be damned. And he had so many purple drops. And I was like, that's <laughs> impressive. Uh, does he still have that macro? I'm sure he does. Um, <laughs> I would have to go. I would have to go searching back to find information because I think he he did send me the macro. I took one look at it and said, hell no. I am not smart enough for this. (laughs) There's way too much involved. For all I know, this this is hacking the Pentagon. I'm just, no. Yeah, I was like, I'm going to break my game. (laughs) Or I'm going to get kicked. Because I'm sure there was something somewhere that said, you can't do that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to. I'm going to, my luck, I'm, I'm, I'm the one that always picks the... If there's if there's a whole table full of chairs and one leg is broken, I'm gonna want pick the one that's broken. My <laughs> luck, I'm gonna freaking go put that in there. I'm gonna the moment I log in, there's a big big screen flash. I'm sorry, you're busted. <laughs> now bend over and take the paddle. 
<laughs> Anticipate Shh, Briggs. Let's not tell anyone. Let's chat right. later. Let's just let's just just keep this on the DL. <laughs> we'll keep yeah. it between us. Um, let me uh, switch uh, screens here real quick. So for people who may be interested on how exactly this works, um, I lost the other webcam again. There it is. Boop. <laughs> yeah, so doll. This Nobody is... offered me a paddle. <laughs> you have your own paddle doll. Um, that is actually not the screen I wanted to see. Boop. Paddle's like, I got two butt cheeks and I need two paddles. <laughs> <laughs> I um for some reason Mids Hero Builder Designer would not load up in my uh OBS. So I did a quick screen cap of what the the main brig build looks like. Um, it has gotten some tweaks over time. Like I've mm -hmm. really leaned. Uh, thanks to Taxi. Taxi kind of pushed me to do this, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go take the, take a look at this. Uh, she in encouraged me to really focus on a lot of the procs. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I've tweaked things here and there to add more procs and recharge and just to get a little bit more out of it. And it actually works. I, I had a lot of fun with it. I mean, all of a sudden I'm, I'm doing a, a rad fire build, but I'm doing electric damage. I'm doing radiation damage. I'm doing fire damage. I'm doing lethal damage, smashing damage, toxic <laughs> damage. I might as well throw the taunt in there and put that little side, side proc in there and get a little side damage in there. <laughs> Um, and so, of course, what what really makes the build chain and really work with the map is all of the bad guys on the map, right? They're only doing fire damage, and you are doing everything in your power to absorb fire damage. <laughs> but here we go. I've got the uh, totals up here as well. The other still trick was that is choosing powers that did not have like quick recharges, and that was the issue I think mm. with flares is flares recharges so fast you had to make sure you didn't have it because otherwise they're just going to stand from afar and keep shooting flares so i had to really pay attention to timing on the attacks as well gotcha to make them hurt up exactly to make them hurt and, and the crazy part is is that only really works well with tanks and brutes because they have the inherent taunt built in mm -hmm. they will still rush you on any other character but the moment they get you and you hit them with like a burn or something, they're gone. And then they're going to run away. They're going to throw a, a blast at you and then they're going to run back. So it's a lot slower. Doable, still functional, just a lot slower. Right on. Yeah, doll, that may not be my most yeah, newest this one. This is actually, yeah, this was from YouTube. The yeah, YouTube that's my video one. Yeah. It's the main video one. Um... Yeah, Which, yeah like, quite a few little tweaks to it here and there. Like I said, these sets, when I went to build this guy, I was really just curious about farming because I hadn't done it at all before. I had been doing some, what I call the auction house shuffle, uh, you know, buying cheap <laughs> recipes and tumbling them and selling them for right. profit. Yep. And so I had made up a bunch of cash and I was like, well, yeah, I want to see what this farming thing's about. And I know you got to have a special build and all this. And so I went and I and grabbed, threw this up into mids, pulled out. And I was just complete. I don't even remember if it, it was. It had to be the most expensive time you could possibly hit the auction house, right? And I just had a shopping list, and I'm like, I want it now, just whatever it takes. And it probably cost me like 
800 million to completely yeah. outfit that was one of the things i would always warn people i was like this is not a cheap build you're gonna need a lot of event sets you're gonna need a lot of, lot of purple sets it's not gonna be cheap mm -hmm. i burned a lot of merits <laughs> but now back then back then the, the what you could do though it, it doesn't work anymore because people have kind of caught on but back then you can go buy like the really crappy like the kismets and the, de the defense ones that nobody ever yeah, uses right and then flip them to your luck of the gamblers or or anything like that and nobody knew that so you'd get you'd get these luck of the gamblers that were going for like 15 million but the yeah. kismets were going for a hundred thousand yeah. So you just buy up all those and just convert them all, and you would save a lot of money because conversions were really cheap. Mm -hmm. And then you can also spend your merits on them. You can buy them. They were super cheap. They're a lot more expensive now, but uh, yeah. but people caught on. So now you go get like the highest, like your your Numina Convalescence Regeneration Recovery. They're they're going for I don't know ten million, twenty million, whatever they are now. And uh, and then you look at oh, I'm gonna go find I'm gonna go find a Doctor Wounds. Nobody ever used Doctor Wounds. Nine million, eight million. It's like, damn it! <laughs> so everybody's caught on, and yeah. uh, it was funny because that first week of homecoming, um, my buddy and I, Ma, which is most amazing healer, we went out and we just started getting all these defense enhancements, and we started reselling them for luck of the gamblers, uh, the global recharges, and we were we were making like three hundred million a day, and uh, <laughs> and this is when the market first opened up. Yeah, and at the same time. At the same time, I was also posting a whole bunch of other enhancements just to even it out because I felt guilty. So I'd run my farm, I'd throw a whole <laughs> bunch of enhancements on there, and then uh, and then that way I was selling you know things that were cheap and creating some sort of a market on the auction house. Um, that was before that was before my Comic Con farm crashed the server and they had to move it to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that was a contributing factor. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Highly it was. populated, right? Because it was at its peak. It was right after it. I first. Uh, it was right after I had posted, it and all of a sudden it went crazy. And then uh, next thing you know, the game starts crashing, and they're like, "Oh, we're moving to Canada, and then we're gonna have more servers." And then, yeah, it took like two days for my farm to hit Hall of Fame <laughs> after I reposted it. Nice. <laughs> they're um. And there's actually a bunch of different maps that I get a little mixed up. So we've got this one we're on Arc ID 125, and it seems and it seems like I don't know if it's are they optimized for like experience or influence or is that just uh, they were now it doesn't it matter out? now they're all the same because they had two sets I think I have might have the list right here mm -hmm. let me see here I know there's oh I'm on the wrong character one of my characters ID has all the list of them. Uh, um, here, one second. I can pull up on the forums. The yeah. forum has all of them with like a little list on them what they do. Homecoming forums. Because at one point, I made I made the actual normal level fifty farm for level for fifty fours, and then I mm -hmm. created uh, alternate versions for farming influence, and then they took away the un the exemplar lock, which. I kind of felt cheated out of. I was like, "That's been there since live. Why would you pull that out?" Yeah, it's like I'm I'm giving up my XP to get more influence. That seems like a fair trade, but right. I guess they felt that we were farming too much and making too much off of it, mm -hmm. so they pulled it all away. Let's do this. There we go, right there. 
I'm going to look at my signature in the <laughs> in the in the forums because I have them all listed right <laughs> there. And I should say, I started to say, you know, the reason that this really works is because of how the the enemies are tuned. And so that you are absorbing that, uh, or reflecting the damage, deflecting the damage, absorbing the damage, all that. And you are in turn doing the damages that they're susceptible to. So you can run them all at, you know, you run it at plus four times eight. And since it has you, what, level one, level down, um, that's where the money, the money magic happens <laughs> in the, the game math. Yeah, so all the all the farms you see were like the dollar side and it was designed sp specifically for the influence and they were the ones that they automatically exemplar you to 49. So you're focused, you're you're forced into exemplars, you're making double influence, but that does nothing anymore. So right. there's no difference between running a 50 and the 49. They're all the same. And then of course I had like four of the smashing lethal ones, which was very hard to set up trying to figure out the exact combination of attacks mm. and uh, a, a buddy of mine we went back and forth trying to figure out the best combination and when I thought it was great I thought when I thought it was set up really good I was like okay we're good we're ready to go we're locked in and then uh, and just by paper on paper it looked great I go in there we got murdered instantly. Mm. I'm like, okay, that doesn't work. So we have to go back to the drawing board and redo it again and come back in. And nope, that's not going to work. So it, yeah, it's, it was this, the smashing of lethal was tricky. I think we ended up with the bird, one of the bird attacks, but it was one of the attacks that, because the biggest thing I'm looking for with creating the fire farms is one it, is the timing. And the other one is is uh, hidden damage. I don't want any hidden damage. If I say it's smashing a lethal, it's only going to be smashing a lethal. There's not going to be any hidden fire, no hidden energy, no hidden toxic, so that mm. you can gear your character towards just one. Uh, and that and so whenever you're in a farm and you see someone with the fire sword attacking mm -hmm. you, they're they're, de they're dealing out smashing a lethal damage. Okay. They're like hey 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 hey, this is supposed to be a fire farm. <laughs> I oh, had a um, card if you accidentally pick the smashing lethal if you're on a fire farmer. Yeah, that's gonna hurt. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's gonna hurt a lot. <laughs> and I appreciate that uh, you also have a, a build posted for PVE content, so you can take this brute and do an alternate. Um, because yeah, they're not they're not really built for the real world. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I did figure out a way to get it very balanced. I mean, it's it's only focusing, I think, on melee defense, which uh -huh. is primarily what you're going to deal with as a brute. Uh, but it did um, it it did focus on resistance more across the board. So yeah, so it's really nice taking a fire farmer build that's retweaked to PVE into a normal like task force mm -hmm. because suddenly you're a brute doing a ton of damage. You're like, Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> the only real one I have a problem with it is that the defense debuff, you get hit with that and you're going to be scrambling a little bit. Other than that, it runs great. Um, but yeah, did Viv ever get a chance to ask the second question from taxi? Uh, she did not. Uh, let's see though. The actual one was, uh, if you could give, only give one tip of advice for a new farmer. What would that be? Uh, don't farm unless you already have a 50. <laughs> <laughs> like play the game. Because I mean, right if on. I would, if I had started from the get go, just farming, I wouldn't have enjoyed the game as much. 
Um, it was the time that I spent playing the game and and learning all the crazy story arcs. And um, we were actually talking about this, uh, I think, yesterday with Doll. Is just the original Rickty invasion story is mm-hmm. my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's been retcon now. Now there's supposed to be more alien from an alternate dimension. But in the in the beginning, if you do the Doctor Sheridan story arcs, and I think it's in uh, Brickstown, or it might be Crazy Folly. I think it might be crazy. It might be breakdown. I always get confused too. <laughs> yeah, you get mixed but up. But <laughs> if you do the original story, you find out. Spoiler alert: that it's uh, they're not actually aliens, and they're not actually they're actually us from the future that were huh. testing their their speed of light and end up going back in time. So it's us evolved, like we eventually evolved to that for some weird weird reason. I don't know why. I mean, it's kind of weird. You get the evolutionists in here, and they might get upset, but. It's us <laughs> evolved, and so they started testing and realized that, that we all have the same organs and that the lost was the first evolutionary step to becoming that. That's oh. why they're a little bit of both. Huh. And I was like, oh, my God, this story is amazing. And then years later, they took my RCS, my Rickty crash site, destroyed it and made RWZ, and now they were aliens. I'm like, oh, <laughs> you totally ruined the story that I loved so much. <laughs> like I loved, I loved the whole the whole alien thing, but it's mm. because of stuff like that. If I had gotten into farming, <clears throat> I would have just blasted through a bunch of levels. I would have done nothing but farming, right. and I would never got to experience the game. So that's my biggest my biggest thing is if you if you're gonna get into farming, play the game first, uh, and meet people. Don't be afraid to go out there and say looking for group because the other really big thing about City of Heroes was playing with a group because no other game plays teams like city of heroes does this game yeah. is all about teams it has been rebalanced many times even though every time they balance it we hate it and then after time we're like oh, okay i see what you did that makes right. sense but it's, <laughs> it's all geared towards team play not like other games where like i have a mission you can come with me i can show you a waypoint but you're not going to get shit from it where city of heroes we're all going to get the same amount of xp we're all going to get the same stuff and mm-hmm. we're going to share it completely there's no there's no standing around waiting while waiting for a spawn to pop up and then five, ten people jump in to attack it and the last person to hit it gets credit so that the other nine people have to stand around and wait for it to respawn in 30 minutes. It was very set up towards team play. So you get to meet people. And even if you're not in, in Discord, because we didn't have we didn't have Vent and TeamSpeak yeah. right away in the beginning. So it all based on chat in the game. And you, I, I have friends today that I met in 2000 late 2004 early 2005 that i still are friends today like you meet a lot of cool people you get a lot of good experiences the gameplay mm-hmm. of this game and the community i mean granted you always have bad apples out there but you end up making like long lasting really good friendships so mm-hmm. if you're farming it's going to be a it's going to be a very solo game and mm-hmm. the friends you do make are the kind of friends you may or may not want to keep right <laughs> I mean, there are some gems in there you know, but you yeah. know, it's going to be, oh, my friend just won the lotto. I'm going to go hit them up. You know, hey, remember me? We're buddies. It's going to be, hey, can you can you farm me? And you're going to be my friend, but only because I want you to farm me whenever right. I have a character. <laughs> so, yeah, play the character. Play the game. Don't be afraid of team. Don't be afraid of pug. City of Heroes, you're going to play a, a pug team. City of Heroes is the place to do it. Because you do a pug team on World of Warcraft or you go, hey, I'm a paladin looking for a group. Hey, I'm gonna go screw your mom, dude. Oh, right. I just wanted to play. <laughs> I think it really is community. 
Yeah, I think it really is something to do with kind of the, the whole superhero genre. Like, people are coming here to be heroes, right? They're not coming here to be trolls. And I don't know. It seems like that just kind of that the people who are into heroes are seem to be more open-minded, I guess I'll say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're right. That that may be something to do with the hero aspect, right? Um, who knew Who knew in 2008 we're going to be so relevant in, in the 2020s? Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like superheroes everywhere. Uh, CUH had a question. <clears throat> yeah, L-O-H, uh, C-U-H-L-F-G, which is the great Twitch channel we love. <laughs> He said, uh, first of all, big fan. I do your farm on rebirth, rebirth to experience the original Comic-Con attendees. Do you have a new farm concept in the works? Um, I did have one in the works. Um, I was considering making. Um, <laughs> it was more on the, the crude side. I wanted to use the <laughs> organic like maps where it's like pulsating and stuff. And I wanted to, that you were... And the story was that you had been shrunk down, injected in the body like that old movie, Inner Space. Oh, yeah, yeah. Seen that movie, Inner Space. Oh, I love that And movie. you're in the body, and you have to fight your way out the other end. <laughs> 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 so you're going through this guy's internal organs, trying to fight your way out. <laughs> you had to be ejected. Rejected? Ejected out the back end? <laughs> um, I thought about putting that together for a fun thing. And then, um, but I don't know, at this point, topping the community players was going to be very difficult to do. Uh, and the whole reason I decided to go with the community players is, is what made the Comic-Con farm so fun. wasn't just the fact that you can level really fast, you can earn a bunch of influence, you can level your characters to 50. It was that you could recognize the characters. You could run around and, you know, I still got mm -hmm. comments up until the day that I pulled it. Like, oh my God, I've been running this for a year now and I'm still finding new characters because there were so many characters in there. It was like, oh my God, is that, is that freaking Space Ghost over there? Is that freaking Scooby-Doo? It's like you kept finding these new characters you didn't know were in there. Uh, mm -hmm. Peter Venkman from Ghostbusters <laughs> is in there. That was one that someone's like, oh, my God, I think I saw Peter Venkman. Uh, the the sole survivor from Fallout 4. Uh, there was all these random characters that you would see at a Comic-Con convention, Mal mm -hmm. from Firefly. And and so it was, it was that aspect of, of recognizing these characters. So when I got notified that... It had got an auto ban because so many people were were so many people were reporting my farm because I'm using copyrighted characters. I'm like, yeah, uh, but it's a cosplay, right, cosplay, right? It's a parody. <laughs> the parodies are protected from cop copyright. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I'm not playing them as that character. They are this guy Steven who's right. in a Superman costume, who's who's got playing with fire because he's an arson. You know, he was it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be that character, so it was protected by parody stuff. And then, but there is a auto ban threshold built into the game. Oh. And when so many people hit it, it auto banned it. So then I started getting flooding messages. The GM started flooding me with messages. And I ended up talking directly with Cypher. They're like, hey, none of us banned your stuff. Um, we're trying to figure out how it did it. And I eventually came back and said, okay, we found it. There's an auto ban system in place. Uh, we're going to. We, since we found it, we're going to try to raise the cap on it so it doesn't do it again. Um, so I was like, should I post it? And they're like, yeah, you should be okay. Let, let me talk about it with the, the group here, the team. And I'm like, hey, that's cool. No big deal. And in the meantime, I was trying to throw together like a quick little thing. Mm -hmm. And um, and they came back and they're like, we're probably, probably leaning towards not doing it. 
because of the risk. If people are complaining, if they're reporting it, then obviously there is some risk there. And I'm like, you know what? I'm fine with that. I don't want to be the reason that, sorry, I don't want to be the reason Mm -hmm. that the game gets taken down again. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to kill the game because Marvel or Disney gets involved and uh, and because of me. And I'm like, I've got a better, I've got a different idea. I'm trying to stay with the whole recognizable aspect of it. Right. And I will take our costumes. I will put a post out there and we will, I will collect people's costume files and I'll put us in there. So that way it's, oh my God, that's my buddy. Or, hey, I'm going to kick my wife's ass. And, right. and uh, <laughs> the coolest part about that whole thing was they set up uh, the next patch notes. I made it into the patch notes. Oh, I was like, sweet. holy shit, I made it into the patch notes. I was like, has that ever been happened? Has that ever happened before? I was like, holy crap. So that was really cool. But and and that that was a long and I got overwhelmed because I, I gave out my email, I gave up my Discord, I gave up my Facebook, and I suddenly had this flood of costume files coming my way. So over the course of several weeks, I was putting them into the game and um I capped out at 200. I still had 100 more to go. Wow. More, at least maybe 200 more to go. And uh, the file for, even though the, they increased the file, because it used to be like, uh, it used to be really, really small. You can only have like 30 characters in the costume. They bumped it up. And so mm-hmm. it, uh, so I was able to get 200 in there. I think that file is at like 99.8% full. <laughs> I can't add, I was deleting words like the from the description because I was like, we're just going to go, we're going to go Kevin Malone style here from the office, make happy, you know, it's right, like, right, right. Clear mish. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't keep all these letters in here just to get it below hundred percent because it wouldn't let me upload it. And then once I got it at 99.8%, I was like, we're good. We're done. Go. Right. Right. And then instantly hit hall of fame, which means I can no longer I can no longer edit it in any way. I was like, uh, I sure hope there's no errors because it's right? done. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. We had um, a really great comment from Predatoaster. Um, one of our friends, personal tip for a new farmer, play your farmer up solo in AE. Um, start at negative one times eight. Slowly increase the level as you get to t- level 20 or so with set bonuses. By the time you hit 50, you're gonna have a good base for how to farm and what your attack chain will be. You'll just have to do patron intro if you want red side patrons. Absolutely. And I do this too. Uh, if I'm if I'm just kind of like chilling out and I just wanna just play a new character and level it up, uh, and it's gonna be a farmer type, I will sit there and I will go set it on low setting and I will farm. Uh, and then the moment I can start setting enhancements like the set bonuses the moment I, I have available it's like some of them are level seven some are level 10 i put them in and a lot of people are like oh no i'm not gonna waste my time and money i'm gonna wait till i'm 50. uh i don't because because all of a sudden these set bonuses starts uh they start stacking and all of a sudden you're just beefy as hell and you will be like level 30 with all these set bonuses already starting to handle the plus four plus eights <laughs> and the only real thing you have to do is pay attention to is I need to make sure I have plenty of purples on me and plenty of uh, blues on me for endurance. Um, usually with a fire farmer, the resistance is going to be capped really fast. Defense is going to be the one that's lacking. So you just keep a lot of purples and a lot of uh, blues on you, and you could totally power level yourself with a farmer, with a fire farmer mm-hmm. really easily. Uh, like I said, 30, 35, you're going to be handling 4 by 8s You just, like I said, you got to just balance out your purples. 
but absolutely, that's I've done that a few times, and I've ended up power leveling someone, uh, a couple friends, and they're like, "You don't even have a 50. We can do it." Okay, <laughs> and then sure enough, they're like, "I'll be damn." <laughs> yeah, it's that. Yeah, definitely, definitely, you're able to power level yourself. Oh yeah, he actually says that too. Start eating Lux and uh, eating Enrages by the time you are done. Yep, yep. You just keep eating a. Uh, keep eating the purples and then uh, yeah eventually you'll find you don't need them once you get enough defense going and you can start getting more more reds and and yellows at that point you're probably gonna need a lot of accuracies as well mm-hmm. right on head on uh reddit i want to get to we're actually running a little long um there was a couple comments on um let's see blue adoru oh spe- specifically talking about other some other farms um that are smashing lethal um somebody so they were saying, you know, Blue Adoru, I've chatted with uh, Brig a bit. Uh there's a few better ways of making farms. Brig really was trailblazing with those. And then somebody had said, Well, okay, so what do you think are the best ones? <laughs> and so they gave on uh, homecoming some smashing lethal arcs, um, which are up on screen and I'll post in the patch notes. Um think 44456 has maximum XP and influence possible. Some are like 98 or 6. Briggs are right up right up with those two. Um, the main difference is the speed. Try something uh, like Terminator Knight, which is not Briggs. There's elite bosses that take a really long time to clear. Early farms had foes pretty well armored, which doesn't exactly bode well for clear time. <laughs> so prefer so, smashing yeah, lethal farms. Mm-hmm. The Terminator one was actually designed for me. <laughs> oh yeah, it was like a tribute almost. So um, the guy who made it, he he spent like the night making it, and I was online. He goes, "You got to come see this. I made this inspired by you and your farm. Please come check it out." And I go and I'm like, "Wait, this is this is Terminator. These are all Terminator things." And so he took me through that entire map. I I am I. It was very it was very flattering. I hate that map. I hate the track <laughs> map so much. I am really big about quick, easy, simple, and dynamic. Which yeah, was, yeah, the yeah. Shiver was Shiver Shar was great. The at a cave farm is great because you can get a lot of XP. But I have always preferred the Atlas outdoor city block map because it's literally just around the block done repeat. And I like the simple, like even that. Uh, even that council map where you're going up and down the streets over and over. I'm like, this is too complicated. Just give me a circle. I just want right. to <laughs> left turn, left turn. You know, I just want to be get get through it and done. So I, yeah, I the direct one is such a, a cluster. You're just I'm gonna go through under this bridge, over this bridge. I'm gonna go back to where I was. We're gonna go up this ramp. We're gonna go all the way across again. And now we're gonna come back all the way across this map. We're gonna go around this building, do a figure eight around this building. We're gonna jump across this lake over here. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, can I just go find a circle? I don't need to do all these back and forth. <clears throat> you go NASCAR. Because yeah, the Drekland was a big one that everybody used because you could use the Drek map, you can do the Freak Show map. There was so much you can do, but too big, too messy for me. Yeah. right on so yeah we are pretty much just about out of time um is there boop 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 gonna do a a shout out in our chat here to uh briggs uh twitch channel brig live i know you've been doing a lot of seven days to die yeah mostly i've been doing seven days to die lately just because i've got the the creative bug 
Mm-hmm. Because seven days dive, you're able to create and build so crazy things. And uh, which is what brought me to the AE farms is being able to create something. Mm-hmm. And I, if I can't create in my real life, if there, if I don't have like a creative outlet somewhere, I legitimately get very depressed and oh, I get yeah. down. I start sleeping more. I stop doing anything. Uh, so if I, if I get to a point where it's like, there's nothing left to, to actually create that I haven't, uh, like I, it'll get to the point where I'll go outside and I'll start building a shelf or something. If I have no means to do it, or if I'm just not in the mood to do it, I'll get depressed. So seven days die is a huge creative outlet mm-hmm. uh so i guess i guess when i guess when that time comes where i get burnt out on seven days die i'll go and i'll go and create my uh start my, your inner my space farm my sister's <laughs> farm, farm. <laughs> i <Absolutely>. love it <laughs> Um, let's see. Oh, Facebook comment. Oh, actually on Facebook, we didn't really have any questions. We just had a whole bunch of hellos. Hi to Briggs from Buck Naked. And hey, Buck tell Naked. Briggs, tell Briggs that Crystal Dragon appreciates his farming maps quite a bit. And my Mama pleasure. Mayhem loves Briggs farming maps. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I get hit up a lot in game and it's, I always have the same answer and I hope it doesn't come off like like almost like scripted rehearse, but it's, it is really truly my pleasure mm-hmm. to be able, like, that's another thing that I've always enjoyed. Like I said earlier, I hate receiving gifts, but I love giving gifts, mm-hmm. being able to, mm-hmm. I, I made this for people to enjoy uh, on seven days die in a public server I play. I have plenty of money in the game, but I have a shop in order to provide ways for people to get things. I just like helping the community that's one of the big things about City Heroes. That's probably the big thing about how we're playing superheroes. It's just in- inherently a hero trait. But mm-hmm. yes, it is truly my pleasure to help people out. Um, I will. I give out money all the time. I will give out enhancements and purples. And, uh, you know, creating the farm was just another way to do that. And the farm has been available since live. A lot of people don't know this. The oh, Comic-Con yeah? farm was available on live. Oh. We had to keep it a secret, so only maybe forty people knew about it. But because we didn't want the devs to see it, and then and then you know generic everything and delete it. <laughs> but and back then it was a lot harder because I had not refined it. But it was all this. It was about fifty costumes, forty to fifty costumes, maybe thirty. I don't remember. I feel like I did have a cap, and they. But uh, but Wolverine had his claws. Wow. Uh, Captain America had his shield. Uh, so it was a lot harder because it wasn't just fires. So you could easily get your ass kicked, but it was a lot of fun. And we used to run that a lot. Uh, so when I came over here, I was like, oh, we're going to totally, we're going to totally refine this. So that was a lot of fun. But yeah, inside little note there that it did exist. It was called the <laughs> Comic-Con, the Comic-Con farm and Comic-Con was one word. It was C-O-M-I-C-O-N. Comic-Con. Ah, <laughs> nice. Comic-Con. <laughs> yeah, my farmer was Robbie Roast. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, I see how, yeah, I think that's going to wrap it here for us. Is there anything, um, anything else you'd like Vivid, to plug? Viv says to mention the spotlight for tomorrow. Yeah, mm-hmm. tomorrow on Vivid Muse's channel. So right now we are um, going to wrap up and we're going to raid Viv's channel because we're going to be doing our gold side content. Like I mentioned earlier, if you want to come along there. Ooh, thanks for the follow, Seminal nice. Gamer. Um, and tomorrow we're specifically going to be doing X5's um, 
AE Arc. So um, it's a it's a full task force that is in X's own universe, Exandria. And wait, is that right? Oh, did I just mess that up? It just flew it out of my head. It sounded right. Now I'm thinking, wait, did I just get that mixed up with Critical Role? Um, <laughs> Xanthia. Oh, I miss tabletop gaming. With and uh, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we're going to run that task force. And we're really excited. He's been working really hard on it. It's um, um, a really, really fascinating story-wise and a really great universe that he's going to build up, this world he's built up with these um, um, uh, really great storylines. So we'll be running that tomorrow. We'll be running Goldside, like I said, in a few minutes. And um, really, really thank you, Brig, for coming on and talking about the farms. Uh, again, it's truly my pleasure and also a big congrats because you and Viv now have a bunch of emotes you have to make. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's a great problem to have. <laughs> right. Cool. So I'm going to run the end stream. Thank you, everybody, for joining on the chat. As always, we're going to come back for City of Heroes podcast in two weeks. We do it every other week. Not 100% sure what the next one's going to be, um, but, um, you know, we'll, we'll let you know. We'll keep you informed. And uh, thanks. I'm going to run the Thanks, guys. This podcast, its hosts, and websites are not in any way affiliated with NCSoft, Cryptic Studios, or Homecoming servers. All views expressed are solely of the hosts and their guests. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, share-alike license, which is explained in detail at cohpodcast.com. Good hunting, heroes.